Okay, now I guess uh, in a few minutes. Let's, uh, let's wait for everyone. Oh, two viewers. Okay. Um, okay, I'll be starting off this episode and mm -hmm. we'll start in like um, right now. So, okay. Hi, guys. We're the Geeky Ones. I'm Jude along with Steven on my Hello. right side of my screen, probably left side on his. Um, yeah. This is episode 31 and. Yeah, episode 31. So last week we had a milestone of hitting uh, our 30th episode after like two years of podcasting. And currently, this format, our episode format, we're doing live episodes every week so far. Uh, I don't think we're going to be as consistent weekly, but you know, since we're all working at home, um, something uh, we can just do every week since we're. You know we're not going out or anything, and this is the this one thing that's gonna, you know, the one thing we uh, that occupies our time every Saturday. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, as much as possible, we're gonna stream on Facebook, and um, as usual, our audio version of this podcast would be on um would be on, an would be on Anchor and Spotify and Google yeah. Podcasts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very usual. So, okay, episode 31 is, our episode is about mobile gaming through the years. Now, um, Steven, well, this is a no-brainer question. Have you played a mobile game? Recently? Yeah. Any I'm form sure of we, mobile game, right? I'm sure we all have at some point in time. We all have at some point played a mobile game. Now, um, okay, our episode is all about you know, uh, basically like a quick history of mobile gaming through the years. Like, um, you know, the very early days of um, games on Nokia phones, uh, mm -hmm. the times that, you know, 2D Java games were uh, were popular. You know, you had to buy them using loan. Oh, yeah. And then, and then you know, eventually, you know, transitioning to 3D indie games, uh, competitive uh, mobile games, online mobile games, and, you know, we're gonna talk about how the future, you know, the future of mobile games, or how mobile games are gonna, you know, uh, be a huge part in gaming in the next few decades. Okay, mm -hmm. so yeah, that's it. And three viewers, so say, so hi guys. Comment away, guys. Um, I think one question we'd like to know. Uh, one thing we'd like to see is you guys share your uh favorite mobile games over the years. Uh any mobile game so you know whether you what you're playing right now what you were playing before um doesn't matter it's all any game that any mobile game because um frankly i don't think um there's no person right now who has not played a mobile game at least one That's true. so yeah okay i'm gonna move away from my phone ironically um <laughs> let's talk about uh early mobile games so so steven um what was your earliest mobile game experience i think it has to be snake i think everybody started with snake i, I don't I think guess there's any other question to that i can say no that answer. yeah i did start with snake too so snake on the nokia 3210 yeah, that was my first classic. Um, I remember my Nokia thirty two ten being uh probably the dopest thirty two ten around. <laughs> Why? How was had, that? Uh, no, no, because uh, I remember my dad like customizing it, having it uh custom backlights like uh, instead of the uh, green backlight, I got the white one, which was so uh so fancy. <laughs> so very then, then, then I had OG Snake, which was like uh. A long ass rectangle getting longer. <laughs> and did eating squares. Did that game ever actually have like an ending in any way? No, no. You you end if you lose. You, basically, you get the That's high it. score. It's uh, ah, it's, it's okay. simply an arcade um arcade style game, you know. And I don't think um. I don't think um. Yeah, I don't. Think, I don't think there's anything uh anything deeper beyond um eating up squares in that game i remember uh a, uh, a friend uh using my phone at the time he got like four thousand points on snake and i just like how <laughs> steven are you there steven 
anyway, so yeah, uh, monochrome games on Nokia on my Nokia phone. So yeah, I guess that's it. So that's for our start. And ooh, Stephen, are you there? Now I think Stephen is having um, some technical difficulties, or I can't. Uh, I can't hear him right now. Did I mute him? No, I didn't mute him on mic. So anyway, uh, first mobile game experience. I think we all started with Snake. And oh, Steven's gonna Steven's gonna reconnect in a while. And I'm gonna take this episode. So, um, yeah. Uh, my first gaming experience was like a uh, snake, and eventually I had Space Impact on the 3310, and I guess it was available on the next few phones. So Space Impact was my like go-to game. It was like probably for me the best mobile game of that time. There was no other game like it, you know, in mobile. You know, it was a shmup. It was a space shooter where, you know. You can um, you can shoot aliens. There's a boss battle, and I remember like always finishing the game like more than once, um, probably more than a dozen times. So yeah, that's um, that's monochrome games on the Nokia. Now, I think there were other games on non Nokia phones, but since I never had, re I never really had like a phone outside of Nokia. I think that's um, I couldn't uh, I couldn't ha I don't have examples right now so yeah that's it for that's it for uh, the first segment so monochrome games so uh, guys for those watching I'd like to know uh, what was your first mobile gaming experience it can be you know as recent as just you know you got into mobile gaming this year last year or way back you know when the OG Nokia phones are there so yeah. So eventually, guys, so in the second part, there were 2D Java games. So um, I remember 2D Java games being really, uh, really weird games, you know, kind of like uh, a step up from the games you get in a monochrome screen with the Nokia. But in the end, you know, you get like, uh, for 2D Java games, you get like arcade games, you get adventure games, you get a lot of games, uh, side-scrolling shooters, platformers, it's basically a simple, um, it's basically, you know, uh, kind of like a, a, a Nintendo system game, a, Ninten a Super Nintendo, an NES game, and yeah, it was a back-to-basics game, I remember those games being uh, uh, not as smooth, I remember them being slow, uh, being difficult to control, so... Um, but yeah, uh, 2D Java games back then, you had to buy them using um, Load. Like, um, if you had like a Smart or Globe subscription or prepaid, you have to buy uh, you have to buy Load just to purchase the game. And I remember, I don't remember how fast it is, but I do remember that you it takes time to download one game, especially if it's a console port. And speaking of console ports, 2D a lot of 2D Java games were console ports of main games. So like, there was a God of War uh, Java game. There was like a Splinter Cell Java game. There was a Prince of Persia Java game. So those mobile game ports were really unique. And now I'm just waiting for Steven in a bit. And I'm going to talk, uh, talk out this part. So... 2D mobile games are really uh, back then, you know, were the step up from monochrome games. And at that time, you know, not many people were playing on mobile. Like, it was another niche market. Like, you don't really play games on your cell phone yet. Although the games were getting better, the games were different. Um,. You know, they weren't uh they weren't something that, you know, something for serious gamers back then. Sure. Um you'd get like uh, a decent uh, mobile port of a of a triple A title back then, but you wouldn't get a game that you know that stands out like, yes, this is a game that you know, you this is like a game that can match um 
games from like uh, other portable systems like the Nintendo, like the Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, or even the DS back then. Basically, like um, 2D Java games or 2D mobile games back then were just um, like uh, simple ports, you know, D makes in a way, you know, they're just like uh, a simplified version of the game that they're basing it on. But I do remember, like, um, if I find a gaming magazine, it's like, oh, there's a AAA game. I wonder what platforms it's available. Usually, it's like the usual PS2, Xbox, GameCube, PC. And then you see mobile. You see Java. Oh. So, yeah, it's really it's really a, a weird time for mobile games at the time um, because it wasn't as not many people are serious. Not many people are liking uh not many people are really into it like for me for others like for me i play a mobile game just to kill time while riding um while riding a bus while riding while commuting while going out so it's not a serious um it's not something serious that we do it's not something uh i'd spend hours and hours playing like a console game which is uh, unfortunate for those uh, for those games back then because there were a few nice uh, nice games. Uh, I don't remember too much on 2D Java games because I was more of a PS2 guy. But I there were there were a few like racing games that I played, not as impressive, but I do enjoyed racing games. Like the fact that you can do so many gaming genres in in a cell phone back then was amazing like and you know at one point nokia launched the engage so to try like create a mobile phone that's a gaming system which you know wasn't spectacular it didn't uh, pan out you know it was difficult because it was you know expensive and pretty difficult to handle the controls weren't really that good but yeah uh that was a weird time for the mid-2000s because java games were were unique. They were a step up from early mobile games, but not yet enough to not yet enough to entice the audience to commit to playing a mobile platform. Or it was it was still a casual niche market that isn't really as um, isn't really as strong. Hi, Steven, you're back. Hey. Can you hear me? Okay, so yeah, we were talking. I was talking about uh 2D Java games. So Stephen, were you mm -hmm. able to play some 2D games on mobile? Definitely bounce. Oh, I bounce. bounce is okay. Iconic. I, I can't remember games on on this era because I it was a blur. But I do remember like there were console mobile ports of console games back then. Really. Yeah, like, like what games? There's a God of War mobile game. There's a Splinter Cell. Ubisoft games had. Ah, I, rem games. I remember Splinter Cell. I remember the Splinter yeah. Cell. There was Rayman, yeah. and I remember you just had to download them using prepaid, which was we a really ah. weird time. Until now, somewhat, you, it, some some games had you uh, require you to do prepaid for gaming purchases today, but yeah. not as back then. It was really weird. Like I'm gonna spend. Load. I'm gonna spend money for buying a a cell phone game. So yeah, it was a weird era. Yeah, I mean, so, it was kind of a weird era then. But if you think about it now, it's basically what a freemium game is now. Yeah, you sp you spend to play. I mean, what's the term? What's the term? Pay to play. Pay to play. Kinda. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it was a weird era because, uh yeah, it, and also if you're a subscriber of uh, a mobile network like Gober Smart, you can get yeah. um, exclusive deals on those games. Like really? I remember Gober Smart, like if you subscribe here, you can get this game for like uh, easy. You can get this game with our bundle. I remember uh, something like that. It was okay. it was a really weird era for mobile gaming. But yeah, as I said, it's a niche market, not serious, not a serious. You know, it's more of a time waster, uh, commute, day, play while commuting thing. Mm -hmm. So it's not uh, it's not yet a step up from uh, from the monochrome Nokia games that we were talking about <laughs> just earlier. So yeah. now I think we can transition to eventually early 2010s. Now I think 
this is the era we're very familiar with, Steven, because, you know, I think I played a lot of mobile games during college. Oh, I think we all did. We, we all did, did eventually. Yeah. Like, I remember play if I if we're not playing Dota one on speed bite in ta in, in RIP speed bites by the way. RIP. Oh RIP man, um, a true uh, a true gaming uh, a true gaming powerhouse um, in our college. So yeah. speed bites will be fondly remembered with uh, you know with our Dota toxicity back then. I'm so sorry. And I mean, I mean, compared to toxicity now to before. Like. Yeah, well, we're we're pretty mild in that sense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, speed bite, you know. Uh, just uh, let's go off on a tangent for to tribute our my our favorite internet cafe. <laughs> in a sense, uh, it had two was, shops right across each other, man. Yep it 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 grew into two shops. It grew into three, I think, at one point. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was the it was a true OG gaming uh, gaming hub in back in college, you know, Call of Duty, Command and Conquer, Dota One, Counter Strike, Counter Strike, Left 4 Dead, yeah, and, oh, you know, yeah. Like a good two years of my college life is spent <laughs> speed a speed bike computer, um, <laughs> and I oh, like man. to thank that Internet Cafe for being. The most convenient printing place around in college. Yeah. RIP Anyway, so early 2010s, 3D mobile gaming. Uh, I remember the the jump to 3D was like um, boosted or pushed somewhat by the iTouch, the iPod Touch. Yes, that's so true. I remember the iPod Touch had the first few really good uh, 3D mobile games, good looking ones. Um, yeah. Fruit Ninja comes to mind always. Mm -hmm. It's like, Angry Birds. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, Angry Birds a few years later. But I remember Fruit Ninja so fondly, like, ooh, you can do this on mobile now, 3D. Yeah, it's, really, yeah, it's crazy. It's really... no? I remember Tap Tap Revenge. I didn't play oh, that much of that shit, game. I remember that. Tap Tap yeah. Revenge, oh my gosh. Tap Tap Revenge was like, it was like Dance Dance Revolution for your fingers. <laughs> It's a weird oh thing. God, that's a great yeah. description. That's a great description. Tap tap revenge. And what else? Um I can't remember other games of that era. Uh, like Jetpack Joyride? Oh uh, 2010. That was yeah, well a few Jetpack Joyride. Oh my god. We're gonna talk about endless runners. Um <laughs> Endless Runner games were like the best games on mobile. They were the top Minion mobile. Dash, man. Minion Dash. Minion Dash. Subway Surfer. Yes. Um, uh, zombie Tsunami. Oh, God. Those were, those were like, <laughs> yeah, man. Those were the days. That was, uh, that was, that w those were really great games. Uh, well, for in a, for a casual gaming in a casual gaming perspective, those are really fun. Like what, I remember Temple Run, Temple Run one and two. Like yes. I remember being hyper yes. simple of Temple Run. Like, Rem yes, remember remember when uh sorry remember when Temple Run was such a big deal. I remember when Temple Run was such a big deal. Yeah, it's like every time we line up, every time we just sit down, there was there's at least someone playing Temple Run within yeah. a five-meter radius of yourself. Yeah, it, it's weird because remember before when it was originally launched, it, it was such a big deal that, oh, it was only a husband and wife duo who made the game. And like now it's like you need entire gaming development teams to make mobile games. Yeah. Right? The difference. And then like another one is um in terms of end <laughs> is is Flappy Bird an endless runner? Oh no. Well Flappy Bird is somewhat an endless side scroller. Oh my god. Flappy Bird is like that was our that was the bane of a lot of people's existence back then. You know, it was so a game true. that was so hard. It was a game that was so annoying, but you know, it was it was so simple. Yeah. But it was designed to be difficult and challenging. For me it was like an arcade game. It was like an infinite arcade game where you had infinite quarters and zero patience, but you're still playing yeah. it. <laughs> and you know, I remember the remember the controversy about the developer of that guy. You know, he went the Vietnamese uh, guy. 
Yeah, he, like he he went. Uh, you know, he he wanted to step away from the spotlight, live a more private lifestyle, and step yeah. away from and re- basically removing Flappy Bird. Um, if I can work, if I can make my tablet work again, I think I still have Flappy Bird. So you know, if what you kind guys, of tablet do you have? I had a Google tablet. I can't Android tablet. Oh, basically, it was really good. Nice. You know, it was my notebook. It was my gaming system, portable gaming system. It was really good. Oh man! But yeah, if I get that to work and it still has Flappy Bird, we're gonna. I'm. You know, we're basically gonna show You're you. You're gonna how live Flappy stream Bird that, are works. you? We're gonna are show gonna that. Are you Twitch? <laughs> Hi guys, we're gonna play Flappy Bird. With <laughs> my. Almost ten. Year, my seven-year-old tablet is alive and kicking, basically Frankenstein it to bits. <laughs> but that's that's a that's a stream for another time. But yeah, 3D mm. mobile game. There's so much to talk about. I really enjoyed that era of games because they were just they were just so mindless fun. But yeah, you're, you're, it's addictive. Like it's the first time that you know we got really addicted to mobile games. It was so weird that's that. True. You know, we're playing minutes up or even an hour, a solid hour while uh, while sitting down. I remember it was it was the highlight of uh, it was like not really highlight. It was much of the things we did in college. Like we're playing a lot of mobile games. Um, Stephen, yeah. do you remember uh, 2048? Yes, I do. I remember that game. That was uh, oh for, for me. That was really a clever game. I really enjoyed that. I remember my engineering. Uh, batchmate really acing that because you know she was really good at math and yeah she just organized the hell out of um, 2048 to the point mm. that how <laughs> I was just wondering how they do it oh oh no mm. no I was gonna talk about Tetris Battle but that wasn't a mobile game so kind of really Tetris. was that Facebook. I think it that's was a different. That's, yeah, yeah, that's another. That's I was looking episode. for it on Facebook a few days ago. Unfortunately, it wasn't there already. I I want. I think to a lot of. Against, yeah, I a lot of um. To play against um, <laughs> I wanted to play against like a lot of um those crazy good Asian players back then in Tetris. I really wanted to test my skills. Now, and but, I like how Dota is in Dota and Overwatch is now. You know, like it's always a Korean. It's always an Asian server that's sweaty. That's yeah. basically it. Whether or not, whether, even anywhere, <laughs> even even uh, even Westerners are having hard times on our servers. So like yeah, uh, but yeah, okay. Three D mobile gaming. Um, is there any? Do we have anything to add? But but endless runners were really the the thing back then. I remember there was a Tomb Raider endless runner that I really enjoyed. There was, was so good. Yeah, wow. there was one. I it, did not it, know that. It, uh, it released just right after um. When they started working, so like, but it was a Tomb Raider game, you know. She was running, she was shooting while running, which was like, yeah, Tempo Run, do you have guns? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a really good time. Uh, honestly, hmm. this was the probably the first time we had a really great time with mobile games. Yeah, I think I so guess. too. It really like, and, that that era really changed the way people saw mobile games around the Yeah, break I mean, end. it was still a casual market. It was still casual. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that people are playing, have, or spending more time on it is, you know, making it a serious um, gaming, making mobile a serious gaming platform. Yeah. And that would just take a few more years because eventually we had online mobile games. Like, you know, Clash of Clans is still big. Imagine. Mm. That's true. Imagine it's gonna be ten years in a few years, and it's it shows no signs of really stopping. Mm. It was the first time. It was for a lot of people. It was the first time they went online on mobile to uh-huh. play with other people, to play with friends, to play with uh, to test their skills against other game, other mobile players. So mm. online mobile gaming, like eventually there were MMORPGs on phones. You yep. know, Ragnarok is now on mobile. RuneScape mm. is now on mobile, I think. Yeah. And, the, you know, it's a like, whole new thing. Mm. And then we have the big guns like ML, League of Legends. Yeah. Like mobile Legends and League of Legends. Could you explain the difference to me? Because I honestly don't. I can't. Tell. Okay, we're going to transition to that. Yeah. So, online, basically, 
that's uh, like the development of online mobile gaming. So, mm-hmm. and imagine MMORPGs on phone. That's that was unheard of at the time. You know. Yeah. It was like yeah. how once Android and iOS got their got you know better hardware, it was yeah. so easy yeah. to just play on your phone more than ever. I remember how oh. fun that. I'm I'm not an MMO RPG guy, but I really. I really enjoyed seeing the effort of um, players, the effort of, you know, how games are ported to mobile. Like, how would you integrate it to mobile? Until now, it's still spectacular to see a mobile port coming to life. Yeah. No, it's still it's still a big effort because mobile phones uh, are still not as powerful as uh, a console. Of, and, of course, a PC, it's not as really good as a PC. Yeah. So eventually you're gonna you're gonna the hardware is gonna struggle if you're trying to push it too hard. So you have to have find mm-hmm. the right balance of accessibility and performance. So I guess eventually they found the they found a niche on that uh, they found the right balance eventually in a few years which we're gonna talk about. So did we Steven, forget about Pokemon Go? Not yet. We're we're gonna ah, okay, go later, there. Later. Okay. So eventually, yeah, um, games were no longer just mobile ports, were no longer just niche games. Um, some of the retro games we play, like PS2 games, Nintendo games, they're now on mobile. Like Final Fantasy VII is on mobile. Crazy, man. Final Fantasy VIII, uh, nine, older Final hmm. Fantasy games. Are, GTA San Andreas, GTA 3, and Vice City are on mobile. Wow. Um, I guess Doom is on mobile because Doom, come on, Doom is almost on every platform, even ATM machines and uh, Texas calculators. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it's really that crazy. Um, retro game ports, mobile ports of current games. Some indie games are on mobile. Mm-hmm. Stardew Valley comes to mind. Um, uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts is a mobile game that was ported to console, which is a weird thing. Weird thing to imagine. Imagine mm-hmm. mobile games going to console, which is mm-hmm. quite different. Um, a change. <clears throat> um, what other games? Oh, star- uh, eventually there were mobile versions of main games. Um, we're, we can talk about. Um, we can start with uh, games like PUBG Mobile. PUBG is now the mobile <laughs> can play. Hasn't um, PUBG hasn't PUBG been on mobile for a long time now? Two years, I think, almost three yeah. years, mm. and eventually, you know, you get games like Pokemon Go, which is come on, that was an online mobile game that probably was uh, the biggest, is, is still one of the biggest mobile games all time, right? Now, I mean, too. it pretty much it's pretty much established world peace for a few months. <laughs> to be fair, um, especially this this past few months or the 2019, um, they got more yeah. players because. They introduced like finally they introduced like a battle system. They yeah. introduced more features like to make it like a more full-fledged Pokemon game, and they got more players eventually. Yeah, they're gonna That's they're true. gonna they're gonna surpass probably a bill. I think they surpassed a billion downloads, or they're gonna reach that mark eventually. Um, mm. Their player count is gonna balloon to almost that number, and it's so awesome to see, you know, because. Mobile games were just a niche thing. Like even the yeah. Temple Run, our endless runner games back then were really fun games. They weren't something that people would be really serious. And you know, you get Pokemon Go, you get PUBG Mobile. Now you're getting a, a serious, you know, you're grinding for a mobile game. Like what? <laughs> back then. Yeah, I mean, you know? for games like you know, League of Legends, ML, and um, what other games are there that we can think of? Nah, a lot of people play. Yeah, because um, eventually games like PUBG Mobile, Call of Duty Mobile, Mobile Legends, you're grinding because it's a competitive game. You're grinding yeah. because you're playing with re- you're playing with actual people. You're playing with friends. You're playing with family. You're playing with uh, people from the other side of the world, trying to uh, trying to beat them down and win a game. Mm. And uh, you know that's that's the that for me that was a big transition from. You know, casual mobile gaming to serious mobile gaming because now mobile games are not just 
online games, not just uh, novelty that people can people can just throw around and waste yeah. their time on because it's now an esport. It's now um, something exactly. It's now part of your lifestyle, <laughs> if yeah. in that sense. It's now part of your gaming ecosystem. That oh, I'm gonna grind on PS4. Oh, and while I'm killing time, I might just try some COD Mobile, which I sometimes yeah. do. Um, I mean, if yeah. you think about it, like people have created careers out of you know being esports commentators through mobile games, yeah. athletes yeah. like. Like one of our interviews with Dexy Diaz, she plays professional ML, if I recall correctly. Yep. In uh, ESGS last year. Yeah. Things like that. It's crazy. It's crazy how how time has changed. That that day, stream it's either a PC game or a console game, but now you have yeah. these these mobile games. game streamers. And now yeah. on Facebook, they're so big. Like here in the Philippines, you know, you get so many people streaming Mobile Legends. You get so many people streaming PUBG Mobile, COD Mobile, and it's a really fun market. Uh, you're getting yeah. millions of people engaging. You get thousands of thousands of people engaging. Yeah. Um, imagine a lot of streamers are making huge money just by uh, getting stars playing Mobile Legends. And right now, there's uh, League of Legends just went mobile. There's an alpha test recently. So. Mm -hmm. League of Legends is entering the mobile market and mm -hmm. so big. You know, Mobile Legends, we, we're going to men not mention too much about it, but come on, it's, a, it's the, probably the biggest game on Filipino Facebook right now. Yeah, and you can't ignore it. Like, every time I scroll down, I see at least one stream every few minutes. So, like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's so big. Like, it's really, uh, it's really a gaming phenomenon um for for you know for mobile like it's now a serious thing it's now serious business it's now a competitive uh it's now an esport you can now be you know imagine uh, hearthstone games yeah. like hearthstone you can play mobile and if you're really good at it if you grind enough you might be just uh you might just be found by an esports team yeah they found you through phone <laughs> that <laughs> It makes sense. Like, hi, Crazy. we're gonna get you. I remember reading a story about one Hearthstone player. He just started like playing Hearthstone. He was really good, and then he told his mom, like, "Hey, mom, I'm top ten. Where? Um, North America." <laughs> like, <laughs> how did the mom you know, react? You don't know. I don't think. Uh, I don't think she reacted like as amazed. Like. She was probably just wondering, wait, what? North America? How? <laughs> like, you know. But yeah, it's eventually mobile games are esports now. And, you know, even though I know a lot of people still have uh, reservations about the mobile plat mobile as a gaming platform. Yeah. Next to PC and console, it's already a legitimate platform. Exactly. We can't avoid it. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> like as much as you'll say that mobile games are not as good as console games, which eventually they might just reach a certain level that you know they can match. But yeah, I mean, with with cross-platform play happening, yeah, with cross-platform happening, possible. it's gonna be it's gonna be a possibility in just like maybe less than a decade, or maybe within the decade we're gonna see um, because mobile gaming is no longer just um, mobile games as well. You can. You know, Google Stadia, X, X, Microsoft xCloud is going to stream games on your phone. And you can play a AAA game on your mobile phone uh, eventually, which is, which is, you know, we're going to transition to our point. Like mobile gaming in the future is going to be, you know, mobile gaming as much as people, some console PC hardliners would hate to hate to say or hate to hate to see. They're going to see like, you know, mobile as the arguably the biggest platform of gaming I think it's mm -hmm. already the biggest platform of gaming because almost every like a good percentage of our population probably half of the world at the very least is has a phone that can play at least one good game on yeah. mobile and That's then it's true. just straightforward eh, you wouldn't really have too much problems now like Mobile games are, you know, they're popular because they're so accessible. Come on, like, right? you can just download the app on Play Store, on 
iOS and then in a few minutes you can play directly online too. Like yeah. it was, it's so mo for me mobile games like define pick up and play very well. Hmm. And it's so simple. So Steven, do you think do you think in like ten years mobile gaming is gonna be you know bigger than any platform? Uh I don't know if we I could say that it would be as big as like PC gaming because PC gaming still provides you a different Yeah, well different like environment. Like in the still, PC it's still if you're doing the best gaming experience available. Exactly. I mean yes, but console it's limited to what the developers made for the system. If it's PC, you can pretty much upgrade it as as you go. For phones, it's the same thing as a as a console. Like you have to wait for. Ah, okay, my phone can't play ML anymore. It's like, oh no, paano yun, di ba? Like things like that. Yeah. So I think I personally cannot see mobile games being on the same level, but I'd say very close. I'd say yeah. they reach a very very close level of quality. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I think in terms of player count, I think they're just gonna outnumber everyone, though. <laughs> oh, for sure, because everybody has a phone. But they're gonna like, swarm I, that. They're gonna swarm yeah. it. As, in the next few years, it's gonna be like there's gonna be like uh, hundreds of millions of mobile players, and then you know a few million console gamers. So yeah, yeah. they're gonna get swarm bad. It's gonna be a zerg rush in a sense. Um, but yeah, um, mobile games as esports, mobile gaming, the future. Uh, we're pretty quick in this episode because yeah, it's a really quick discussion. It's a really fun discussion, <laughs> though. But yeah, um, oh, we're gonna. I think we can go to our main part in a few minutes. Uh, in a in a bit, right now. Um, main part. I thought that was the main part. That was the main part. But we're gonna talk about. Uh, we we listed down our top five mobile games and a few honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. So I think we can start by. Uh, let's alternate. We have five okay. games each, right, Steven? Yes. So we just have yes. five games each. Uh, I think there are some games that. Oh no, no, there are no games that uh, that overlap. We don't have the same list. <laughs> we don't have at least the same game yeah. on our one list. Yeah. So I think I'll start with Steven. Oh my God, this game, man! Jetpack Joyride is so fun. You can still play this though. So yeah, Jetpack Joyride, Steven. Steven, are you there? Oh, yeah. Jetpack, Jetpack Joyride. Joyride. It's one of those games that I didn't really I didn't really expect to have fun with. I mean, again, it's one of those, what do you call it? Endless Runners? Is that yeah, the right term? Endless Runner. Yeah, I mean, it's... How do I say this? It was... Uh... <laughs> it, was it's... it your go-to Endless Runner out of all the Endless Runners you played? Honestly, no. I think Despicable Me was my, my preferred Endless Runner. I don't know if it was the visuals. Like, if you compare the graphics today to the graphics at the time, it's so basic. But still, it was just fun. Maybe because it, maybe it was the Despicable Me license. Because it's... Yeah. Despicable Me is a really fun... Uh... Fun game, Minion Rush. Oh my god, I really need to play that again. Jetpack Joyride. Probably gonna download this after. Oh no, Steven, you're not here again. Anyway, so technical difficulties aside, I think I can start with my favorite game, uh, top five. So I can talk about a uh, Space Impact, which is my god, my first mobile game that I really enjoyed playing so much. Uh, I'm sorry, Snake, but Snake sometimes too difficult, so it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, Stephen, come back. <laughs> anyway, we're having a few interconnection issues. This happens in every uh, in a in a live broadcast, but yeah. So I'm gonna keep talking with Space Impact and yeah. So let's wait for Steven for a bit. Steven, are you there? Oh no, his internet died. So yeah, Space Impact is a 
side-scrolling shooter. Up. I'm gonna talk about Space Impact because it's a game that it's the first mobile game that I really enjoyed. So yeah, um, Space Impact was a game that uh, was so simple in design. It was so easy to play, and it was so and oh friendly. Oh Stephen, you're back. DC <laughs> Yeah, well, interconnections are a big issue right now. So yeah, I mean the fact that the NTC themselves, diba? Yeah. Oh the man. NTC themselves but of all I'm, I'm just happy that I'm keeping my end of the stream alive because I'm the one hosting right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're we're hanging on, guys. Anyway, so yeah, I was talking about Space Impact. So. Mm-hmm. Space Impact was the first shooting was the first game I really spent so much time. I remember draining the batteries of my mom's cell phone back then. Um I remember our I remember we had the weird we had a weird thirty three ten that had the really bad battery life. I remember mm. it was there was that one there there are a few Nokia phones, you know, they have they sell you for cheap because it has bad battery life. In terms of bad battery life, it's like what Android phones phones are now, which is still good. Mm. So yeah, Space okay. Impact. I remember, I remember acing this game like a number of times, and like beating down every boss battle. And I just remember the simple sounds of uh, the shooting sounds of Space Impact. I really want to play that again. God, I mean, if you had an Nokia right now, it's you know, Dude, it's gonna I be want, perfect. I wish I could have. Hey, could you edit the no? Could you edit the banner, the little banner in the bottom? Why? Oh, why? Oh, <laughs> it's, oh my God! Let's change it back to the Geeky Ones episode thirty-one. Oh yeah, well, yeah, mobile game. There we go, years, guys. So we're talking about our top five games. We're at number two now. Steven, Angry Birds is your number two. Okay, so I'm not here but I'm DC So before I get disconnected, I'll just say Angry Birds was the first video game I got really addicted to. It's a very basic premise. Aim and shoot, that's it. That's pretty much what you do yep, all the time. Try, try to aim for crucial parts and then you're, you're pretty much gonna get the best score. Get yeah, those I mean, to think there's a generation of kids now. To think there's a generation of kids now who will be more familiar with the movie than the game. Oh, That's man. how yeah. big Angry Birds has become. I mean, like, I think, yeah, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, we may not like Angry Birds as much as the other games here, but it was so crazy good at times. It was so yeah. big. Angry Birds Star Wars, Angry Birds Transformers. Angry Birds t shirts. It had a lot, to, to, to say Tons the least. It had a lot of spin offs. Tons of Angry Birds merch. In hindsight, I would have wanted. I mean, one you, you know, you're big. You know, you hit it big when everybody pirates your stuff. Yeah, when everyone bootlegs your merch, which is so crazy. Like, <laughs> why? But yeah, it was so big that it's it's a cultural thing. It's a social thing. It's not no longer just a gaming thing. It was just like so crazy good. Ah, so crazy good in terms of popularity. It was just mm. wild. So yeah, that was Angry Birds. Um, next one. Oh, this one is a bit not as famous as the other games we're gonna talk about, but it was this was a game that I spent hours and hours. And Steven, I've been playing it for like probably the past five years on mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is New Star Soccer. Now, there were a few football games, you know, FIFA Mobile is a nice mobile game, but New Star Soccer is the is my mm-hmm. football game of choice on mobile. It's a very simple thing. You just there's a it's just a drag and shoot mechanic for the football thing. You know, it's a simulator. You manage your football player, improve his stats, practice, live his life. Hmm. But it's all done to just tapping tapping a few buttons, tapping, dragging hmm. the screen. But I got addicted to it because it was, you know, I remember grinding through it. Like, my player spe- played for 20 years. Wow. <laughs> and then I moved him to every club that I wanted him to be in. I moved him to, like, the biggest four leagues in Europe. Premier League, Bundesliga. So do, does this game have licenses? Does this game have the licenses of the teams? Um, no. Not really. But it, it skirts through those licenses by not spelling the teams completely. 
<laughs> if that makes sense. Ah, uh, okay. But there's no real players. Your your player is just the guy that you're making. So like, I remember spending mm. like 20 years on one guy and retiring him when he was 40. The guy started 16 years old. He played until 40, so it was maybe more than 20 years. But yeah, I remember, uh, I remember wrecking through. Like even though my player is declining in skill, you know, he's still like a god in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember New Star Crazy, Soccer. Yeah. There's New Star Manager. I remember being so hyped to see New Star Manager. I played that game, but New Star Manager has a few problems. It was so microtransaction heavy that it wasn't fun to play. It wasn't pleasant. Like it was torture sometimes to come on. I just want my team to win, man. <laughs> kind of yeah. thing. And yeah, it relied so much on microtransactions. That's why New Star Soccer is my. Uh, favorite mobile game, and almost every phone I got in the past few years has new Star Soccer. Like, I'm never gonna, I'm never not gonna, um, not play it. I never, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave it out. I'm always gonna download it mm. on my phone. Like, every now and then, I had, I have the urge to just play it. Oh, I gotta start a new career. Let's see how far I'll go. <laughs> you know, oh. Apart from winning every league that uh, my player's been in, he won like a World Cup. Wow! The game, the game becomes so the game became so easy that it was so ridiculous the, on how much you can not lose. <laughs> like you can come back from mm. four, four, you can come back from four zero down, like in a span of a few clicks, in a span of a few seconds. Like yeah. I remember how fun that was. Mm. Okay, number three, Steven, on your list is Snake. Oh my God, Snake! Yes, origin the the OG mobile game for most. <laughs> Snake. I don't know if there's. I'm gonna say anything about Snake, but yeah, Snake is awesome. Um, oh, Steven, no. Anyway, so coming to that, Snake is. You know, there was Snake 1, which was a freaking long rectangle eating squares, to Snake 2, which was a no longer a pixelated rectangle, a pixelated snake getting longer and, you know, overcoming. Uh, you have to really eat, eat your way, make your snake as long as possible until, you know, you fill up the screen and the snake dies. And that's basically it. But, you know, it was the first game that probably got people, you know, playing mobile games for a long period of time, you know, being a novelty, being a simple game. So, yeah. Oh, Steven is back. He's getting technical difficulties. Hello, Steven. Yeah. I, I'm back. Forgot to talk about Snake. For now. <laughs> Forgot to talk about Snake. For now. Snake. So, Snake is, yeah, it's really crazy good. I I'm mean, gone it's again. crazy. <laughs> was just a freaking long rectangle back then and then it evolved into a there was the colored version of snake in java phones there was the snake 2 i remember snake 2 was like yeah snake 2 give me more snake 2 <laughs> like you can play snake with more maps there was different gaming there was different levels of snake it was really the best snake then are you there You have to go solo on this one. My connection's so unstable. I'll just watch. I'll just uh, be watching through oh, Facebook. Oh man! Is that please okay? do add. Please do add comments, Stephen. So yeah, let's go. See you, see you. So Stephen, I'll see you in a bit. See you. I'll I'll drop I'll drop. Yeah, yeah. I'll drop and I'll just go to the Facebook page. Drop by. All right, bye. Okay, so <clears throat> let's talk about um my top five. So my third game. Third favorite mobile game is PUBG Mobile because this was the first um, battle royale game I played on mobile. It's pretty recent, and it's the first mobile game that I really enjoyed playing with so much, so many friends. You know, I remember this being my office lunchtime game. This is our lunchtime game where we're just gonna play, shoot down some guys to kill time and get a few wins. You know, or even just. Play around the game, do whatever we want. You know, PUBG is like the mob. Yeah, PUBG Mobile is of course the mobile port of uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, but 
yeah, it's a really good mobile port. It was all, almost complete. Like you get the PUBG experience, although it's a bit more difficult to play on a screen, on touch screen. But I do remember uh, I still have oh PUBG versus Fortnite, Steven. Well, on mobile, um, the different the advantage of PUBG is you can download it on iOS and Google Play. That was the that was the um, that's a difference. Like the advantage, Fortnite, you have to download an APK file on their website to down to to get it. Not as easy as PUBG because it's not on Apple and Google stores. So uh, I think for me, but for me, when it comes to PUBG or Fortnite, I haven't played Fortnite, so I'm biased towards PUBG because I haven't played uh, Fortnite. So. And PUBG, you know, is a bit more of a realistic uh, type of battle royale. You know, it's recoil is off the charts. You know, you have to take cover. You have you can die in a few shots. So PUBG is really the more uh, crazy one and uh, a bit more difficult. <clears throat> okay, number four, my favorite mobile game. This is pretty underrated, and I'm sad to see that it's no longer on Play Store. Two fuse. Now, the objective of the of the game is just uh, chain two same tiles together. Like um, tap two blue tiles, tap two green, tap two red. It's a chain game. Oh, it's choppy on Stevens, and it's fine, Steven. We're doing what we're pretty doing well on stream. So my stream's holding up on this end. We're almost into an hour mark, and it's a really good thing. Um. So yeah, Two Fuse is a game. Um, is a game that I remember playing so seriously on my tablet that I just there was a time that I was so fast at um, tapping every tile and just breaking uh, breaking my rec breaking my high score every time. And like I I really enjoy I really enjoyed that game and I really wish it were, it was back on Play Store because yeah, Two Fuse was a fun casual game again, you know. Okay, number five. This is another. This is my favorite endless runner, probably Into the Dead. It's a first-person shooter endless runner where you have to run through zombies, shoot through zombies, avoid them probably, and reach the end level of uh, reach the end of each level. And I remember being so addicted to this. Like, I I I know how to conserve ammo. I know how to play around my uh, my tools. My you can get a dog companion there to attack some zombies, just in case you know you wanna. You can, you're you're stuck in sticky situations. But yeah, eventually, you know, Into the Dead has a sequel. I remember uh, honorable mention goes to Dead Trigger because, uh, like Into the Dead, uh, Dead Trigger was like one of those few FPS uh, mobile games that were really good. Dead Trigger actually was like the first mobile game with a decent control system for FPS and you know it was although it wasn't a PvP game you know you get to, you still get to play an FPS on mobile and I remember playing the two dead trigger games and I enjoyed the heck out of those and I'd like to play them again soon I remember those being really fun life after um, I'm not familiar with that oh Julius uh, yeah I'm not familiar with that yet but thank you for your suggestion um, so yeah, another top five game, top five mobile game is uh, ooh, top five mobile game is oh that was my top five. So into the dead. Um, oh, I think I can talk about Stevens. Uh, one of Stevens' top five, Bounce. So Bounce is a side-scrolling game where you play as a ball. You play as a bouncing ball, and you go through each level. You go through rings. You're, it's a platform game. Remember, sometimes on some phones it's really slow. On some games, on some phones it's really fast. So depending on your phone, you probably have a better version of Bounce. And I remember that game having a story mode. Out of all, out of all the games you can get on mobile back then, that one has a freaking story mode. I didn't know a, a game about a bouncing ball would have a story, but Come on, Bounce has a freaking story mode, and it's a platform game that's quite challenging back then. Because I remember, remember not finishing that game at all. Now, honorable mentions. I did mention Dead Trigger because Dead Trigger is a really great FPS. If you, it's still on 
uh, Google Play and iOS stores, so you can still get that. It's still a really fun experience. Although there are much better FPS games right now on mobile. Um, yeah, this that one still stands out. Um, next one, uh, COD Mobile. Um, Call of Duty was is one of the biggest FPS, probably the biggest FPS game right now. Um, back then, you know, you can only play it on console and PC. It was more of a co- it became a console shooter back then. It was so good, and the fact that you know Call of Duty Mobile gives you almost the same experience on the phone it was like, yeah, so I'm sold. Like I want to play a fast-paced, competitive FPS on mobile, and in the end, I got that. Um, right now, it's a, it's I think it's an eSport too. So. Called mobile. There's a battle royale mode. There's a deathmatch mode. All major game modes are there. There's zombies, and I think they're adding. I haven't played the new season, and I might play it again. I'm itching to grind Called Mobile again soon. I really got. Uh, I remember there was a run oh, a month ago where I just popped off, like got a few thousand, got like a thousand kills in a week. But it was really, it's a really good game. Called Mobile. You can. Um, <clears throat> We can play. Oh yeah, I'm just. I really want COD Mobile again on my phone, so I'm gonna play that soon. And that's our top five. So first, now, um, while we talked about our top five, we're gonna talk about our geeky recommendations before we end the episode. So our geeky recommendations today are two mobile games. So um, I'm gonna check on. Steven's recommendation. Where is our geeky recommendations? Come on. Oh no. I can't find my geek. Oh. Um anyway, so geeky recommendation, my mobile game that um, oh, it's sad that everyone just makes battle royales now. Well, um, battle royale is a game that game genre that's so big right now that almost every major game has it. Battlefield, Call of Duty has it. PUBG is the guy that started it all. H1Z1 is the guy that started it all. Is the game that started it all. Uh, Fortnite is still so big. I play Apex Legends for for lots of lots of hours. Oh, uh, Steven's recommendation: New Japan Collection. Oh well, it's a this one's a different game. It's a it's a game where you collect New Japan pro wrestling cards, cards of wrestlers. You know, it's a basic trading card game. But yeah, it's it's fun. It's casual. It doesn't uh you don't really have to grind too much. But yeah, Steven said unless you want a four star card with championships in it, yeah, you gotta. It's it's a really fun card game. Um, my recommendation is World of Tanks Blitz. It's a World of Tanks game on mobile, and it gets really competitive. I There are rounds where I really do good. There are rounds that I really suck at playing World of Tanks Blitz, but it's still a great mobile port of World of Tanks. It's also a competitive game now, and it just turned six years old, and I just got, got back to it after playing after not playing it for a year and a half, and it's still really fun. Like, the graphics are now way better. There are more tanks, and I'm just grinding the game for more tanks. You know, I like tanks. I like um, uh, military history, so I get to play as some of the best tanks. Uh, I get to play, you know, get to use some of the most iconic uh, tanks throughout uh, the years, and it was really fun. Um, okay, now we're gonna we're about to end the episode, so. It's a really good one hour of mobile gaming discussions, and despite the difficulties, you know, we're still doing well. Oh, King of Fighters All-Star for Julius. Yeah, nice follow-up on that. So, yeah, fighting games are also on mobile. Um, Injustice is on mobile. So, like, yeah, you get you get play Injustice on mobile, and it, it still plays almost the same as the one on console. Maybe, you know, you can do a bit more on the controller, but Come on, fighting games on mobile. SimCity build, build it. Oh, SimCity hasn't been showing up, you know, because games like City Skylines are there. But yeah, SimCity, you know, the fact you, if you can make your own city on um, 
on mobile, yes. Oh man, city management sim on a mobile platform. Oh man. I'm spending you can spend hours and hours on that. Um I'm looking at other mobile games you can sh I can share. I'm trying to start Hearthstone. You know, because it's a competitive trading card game. I hope it doesn't take hours of my life. And yeah. <laughs> Those are some really great games. And on a side note, I probably also want to recommend Tetris because Tetris on mobile is pretty decent. Maybe the controls are uh the touch controls are weird, but it's a Tetris game and I'm always in for more Tetris. I wish there was a competitive version of that though. So yeah, that's our mobile gaming discussion. And that was a really good one R, despite uh despite some technical difficulties. You know, we talked about our favorite mobile games. And you know, thank you for sharing, thank you for watching. Um if your uh, our audio version of this podcast will be available um as soon as possible, as soon as you can download it. Um yeah, you can f now for you for our podcast. If you want to listen to the audio version, you can listen to us on Anchor, um, on Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, um, wherever our podcast platform is on, like Player.fm, we have that too. Um, just search the geek who wants on Google. We're already the probably the top search there. Uh, already we SEO'd the hell out of our. Uh, our um, yes, you know, the hell out of our keyword, out of our uh, podcast name. So we're, you know, if you search us on Google, that's basically us. Um, oh, Bejeweled and Mobile Legends, of course, Mobile Legends, Julius. We talked about Mobile Legends uh, a few minutes ago. It was, it's still the biggest game probably here in the country. And Bejeweled, yes, Bejeweled. Although Candy Crush probably kicked Bejeweled. Uh, Bejeweled's ass on in terms of uh, how big it is, but Bejeweled was the OG mobile puzzle game. Was uh, was the first mobile puzzle game that's really good, and until now, it still plays really well. Uh, what else? Okay, so you can find us uh, other than podcasts. You can find us on thegeekyones.com. We have we usually write blogs about different things. We review things. We talk about. Uh, if you want uh, more, if you want more geeky discussions, you can talk about. Um, you can talk about. Uh, you can look at our blogs on the geeky ones. We're gonna do a few reviews soon. We're gonna enjoy uh, doing more content on the on our blog. But for now, we're doing FB live episodes on Facebook, and that's really awesome. It's really awesome we can do this because we can interact with more people on this platform. Uh, compared to recording and publishing the podcast and having the discussion after the episode, now you can do discussions during the episode. You know, add a bit more, add a bit more color to the discussion, which is so awesome. Like, imagine you know, people commenting. You know, Julius commenting here, so awesome to see. Like, you know, there's you know, we're just continuing the discussion, adding more. Like. If we're forgetting something, if people want to ask something, we can do it directly. Like that was the awesome part of this live broadcast. Now I'm probably going off on a tangent here. Now, um, for our outro, so that's it for the geeky ones. Um, thank you so much for those who are watching. Um, next week we're gonna talk about um, we're gonna talk about gaming once more. Probably our last gaming episode. And two weeks from now we're gonna talk about Gundam. Um, we're gonna talk about gaming ports. We're gonna talk about um, we're gonna talk about mobile. Ah, no, no, no. Uh, games based on series and movies that we enjoyed. The ones that are really good. They're really good games based on movies. They're really good movies based on games, of course. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So next week, that's our topic. And oh, you're gonna do the outro twice. Nah, I'm just mentioning the next episode topic. So that's it for the geeky ones. So catch us on uh, different podcast platforms. Search us on Google. You can find every find our website and platforms. And uh, I'm Jude. Steven Steven was here. So yeah, we had this is a great another fun episode. And I hope to see you in our next episode. We're gonna announce it soon. So. I hope you catch us on another episode of the Geeky Ones. So thank you so 
much for joining our stream. Another solid hour or more of discussion. So yeah, I'll see you. We'll see you next week. So thank you so much, guys.